what unites people armies gold flag mm, stories there is nothing more powerful in the world than a good story no enemy can defeat it but what does a good story seem like Hey everyone, I'm Priya Suchdeva and you're listening to Trending Diary the podcast. Your journey to connect with ideas, stories, experiences and people starts now. Today I'm joined with Mr. Aditya Seth based out of Bombay, Delhi, India. Aditya Seth is an internationally acclaimed independent award-winning documentary filmmaker and academic with sound grounding in theater and music. Mr. Seth has been making short films, documentaries and TV programs in all genres of national as well as international audiences. He also teaches filmmaking and related media. Mr. Aditya is a certified master trainer and master for National Skills Development Council India. Aditya's high range of talent is clearly visible in the over the hundred of projects he has designed, devised and executed as producer, writer, director, consultant. His portfolio is defined by documentaries, corporate films, news magazines, TV shows and much more. He's also an academic consultant for the universities of South Wales, Cardiff, Wales, UK. Very excited to have this excited man on the show. So today we are going to discuss the life-changing impact of storytelling in movies and even in the real world. Tune in. Hello Mr. Teb, welcome to Training Diary. Thank you so much for accepting the invitation and coming on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, so how are you today? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, great, great as well. So you had been in this entertainment and storytelling world for quite a long. So what is the right. one significant change you admire or criticize over a decade? Uh I have done a lot of work on storytelling not just uh, as a filmmaker or a communicator but also as an academic uh, and a teacher mm-hmm. and a professor of film. and uh, i think stories are everywhere we are all stories in ourselves uh, we grew up listening to stories uh, we tell stories our lives are stories parts of our lives are uh, are can be and do become interesting stories as we narrate every conversation turns into a story uh, so stories are all around us we are made up of stories i think uh, stories are now being determined by how they are being consumed earlier stories were being determined by how they are created uh in 2021 i would say that uh, most uh, types of stories or most type of storytelling has already been explored to a large extent it's only a reinterpretation or a re uh, look at how stories uh, are now being uh, put together and today everything is digital our own uh, this podcast that you're recording is also going to be digital so digitally we are consuming much more than we were consuming through books or through periodicals or through newspapers or through magazines the digital consumption has has grown manifold with the internet connectivity and with digital devices at our uh, disposal and easy disposal is cheaper it's more convenient uh, the smartphone has just about everything in it uh, uh, in 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 terms of applications so we can use just about anything to apply it uh, to telling stories or to listening to stories or to creating stories or to communicating stories so i think the one significant change that has really come up 
is that the medium is directing the content and not the other way around. The medium in this sense being dig the digital space. So anything to do with the net, uh, whether it's videos, whether it's audios, it's uh, content written, pictures, texts of different sorts, uh, messaging of different sorts, the way we share our stories uh, through various message, messaging applications or through various uh, platforms like social media. Uh, we are uh, consuming our stories, telling our stories, creating our stories the way uh, that they would be consumed. So somewhere, because our attention spans have gone down, because there's so much of communication, there's a communication overload, there's so much of information we need to deal with. So therefore, our stories are also becoming shorter. People don't really read much. Uh, the younger, your generation and the next generation are not much into reading. Our consumption of stories has now become more visual, uh, which is why Instagram is so popular with, with the younger generation. Uh, our, our way of consuming stories has become more through videos and more through pictures. So uh, the entire uh, endeavor and the, and the real change that I've seen over the years in, in storytelling is today's storytelling is much more visual and is much more in the audiovisual space than it ever was before. Uh, because primarily because the reading habit has gone down, people don't read much. Even the reading, whatever little people do to a large extent today are on uh, various applications which are again digital like Kindle or reading off the net or reading articles which come as links. Mm, so therefore, newspaper reading has gone down tremendously with the younger generation. Appointment television is gone. Nobody really sits in front of a TV or really goes to a cinema hall anymore as per time or as, as per a predetermined appointment time that this thing will be watched at this time or will be seen or engaged with at this time. Uh, because everything is available at a click of a button in the online space. So the online space has, has really changed the way we consume stories and it's changed the way we tell stories. Uh, it's also uh, become much, much more in the past year, year and a half because of COVID, because we've all been isolated. We've all been through our own uh, experiences of lockdowns. We haven't been able to socially interact too much with people. Our whole lives have become uh, completely uh, predetermined by this infection and the fear of infection. And therefore, our stories are also becoming more and more and more uh, digitized and more and more digital and more and more visual uh, because also people, like I said, a the first thing is our attention spans are low. I think the entire world is going through uh, an epidemic, if I may use the word, of ADHD, of attention deficit hyperactivity disorder because there is so much of information coming to us which are also all stories in their own right that before we can... Uh, respond to a particular story. There are other stories that are that we are bombarded with even before we can fully comprehend or fully engage with or fully understand uh, one story. There's another story that we are uh, forced to or we are uh, presented where, where we would need to engage with it. So I think that is the primary change I'm seeing. I'm seeing how storytelling has been uh, completely taken over by the way stories are being consumed. And I think the digital space has given a lot of uh, new avenues, new types of stories, new types of storytelling, more visual storytelling, where uh, there's a very, very old adage which says a picture paints a thousand words, but it really does, really does. You know, if you look at, if you look at uh, the other apps, which are again all visual, like Snapchat, uh, uh, like I already mentioned Instagram, these are all very, very visually oriented, 
very visual uh, 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 representation of stories. And uh, the more visual we get, the lesser our dependency on the spoken or the written word. Uh, so I think uh, this is the primary change I've seen is in the way we are consuming our stories and the way we are integrating various types of storytelling into the visual and the digital space. Okay. Sir, you had made a very significant point in the conversation that right now we had a whole lot of content, whole lot of storytelling, everyone getting into it. So whether you name it a particular brand, an individual, filmmaker, movie creator, everyone, you know? Right, according yes. To, according to you, what makes a story stand out? What makes a story stand out is the drama in the story. Uh, the more dramatic it is, uh, the more conflict there is in the story, the more interesting it becomes. So there has to be a severe, uh, like a dramatic structure is primarily a three-act structure. It comes from theater. It comes from where mm -hmm. storytelling really came into being. There's a three-act structure. There's always a premise, then there's a conflict, mm -hmm. and the conflict then gets resolved. Uh, so the stories which have, uh, which have uh, high, intense, layered drama uh, come from stories which have high conflict. Uh, conflict, very, very simply putting it, comes from uh, all stories are protagonists, are, are heroes or heroines, are people. There is one central character who has a journey and uh, who has a journey and that journey is what we engage with in a story. So the journey starts from, from where the person comes from, what is the person's background, what are the person's likes, dislikes, prejudices, experiences, body language, age, experience, family, so on and so forth. And that one person has a certain journey to take uh, and is supposed to reach from point A to point Z. Uh, now, reaching from point A to point Z is the real challenge because uh, that's where somebody or something will conflict with the person's journey because they would not want to let that person go ahead. And the more conflicts there are, the conflict can be with environment, the conflict can be just with living, the conflict can be with persons or a set of persons, the conflict can be with machines, the conflict can be with government, the conflict can be with society. Uh, and the more the conflict there is, and the more the person is stopped from or is hindered and not allowed to cross those hurdles to reach the culmination or the resolution of that person's journey, the more heightened the drama becomes, the more interesting the drama becomes, and the more we engage with the story, because then we suspend our disbelief and we start engaging with the storytelling and we start vicariously wanting the central character to achieve their goal, to achieve what they set out to do, to achieve the resolution, to overcome the conflict and achieve a resolution. And the more the conflict is heightened, the more the conflict is palpable, the more the conflict uh, engages us, the better the story becomes, the better our engagement becomes. And the more we identify with and vicariously wish that the central character reaches their goal, reaches their resolution. So very simply putting it, drama. We are all dramatic in our own ways. All our lives are dramatic in, our, in their own way. And the more the drama in the story, the more interesting the story becomes. And whichever may be the application, be it visual, be it audio, be it pictures, be it text, uh, whatever may be the way of doing it. But eventually the conflict in the story, the conflict which stops uh, the, the protagonist from going ahead, the conflict which always makes us want to believe that whatever he or she does, they will overcome. 
uh, they will reach their goal because we all we all live on one thing and one thing alone hope and faith we always hope for the best we always want happy endings we always have faith that however difficult the journey may be the person or set of persons or male female whatever will eventually overcome the degree of difficulty and will eventually reach their goal so the more we engage the better the story and the more the drama the more the engagement mm mm-hmm. got to right interesting yeah yeah also so i believe that movies can create good influence bad influence on society because somewhere uh, the society's whole lot of influence of the movies that we see and somewhere movies are also the influence of the society we have True. the real world we are living in so it's vice versa True. according to you what kind of movies what kind of stories do our world need more for the present era what kind of story do we need more for the present era need yeah matlab what kind of movies what kind of stories there should be okay let, let, let's just let's first demystify this whole thing all right films any kind of films are a reflection of society are a mirror to society one way or the other whether they are fantastic fantasy films or science fiction films or whether they are documentaries you know one from one spectrum to the other we are primarily only reflecting universal human emotion and we are universally reflecting the human condition or the human conflict which are inherent in our all our lives uh so films also do the same thing films reflect a certain slice or a certain portion of the human condition uh however fantastic they may be like i said however real they may be they all come from ourselves they all come from lives they all come from experiences they all come from observations they all come from our own understanding of life so films are not outside of us films are within us and films come from us uh yes some are good some are bad but i don't think a film can necessarily yes it can influence to a certain extent but a film can't necessarily bring about a, a drastic change or bring about a revolution but a film can definitely give you food for thought it can definitely get you to start thinking it can definitely give you a new perspective or a new dimension to an aspect of society and it can get you to start thinking uh, what works for you what doesn't work for you how do you approach the issue or don't approach the issue do you want to engage with it is it hurting your sensibilities or do you think hurting your sensibilities is don't going to do you good going forward is there a learning in it is there only entertainment in it are you going to remember it are you going to forget it it really depends on the way the story is narrated and depends on at that point in time that particular viewer or that particular audience was watching that film how what is that person's own experience and how does he or she react to or reflect on what they have seen in the film uh so i think films at best entertain you engage you and may give you food for thought films cannot give you a, 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 a different perspective on life unless you act upon it otherwise it will remain at the level of thought and i am a very strong believer in all good thought must result in good action now good thought again the moment we use an adjective like good does not necessarily have to work for everybody at the level of good you know i mean uh, this is a very there's a fundamental thing that we need to understand one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter so is a terrorist story acceptable or is a freedom fighter story acceptable although both of them at their own level are doing similar things 
it is only the purpose behind which they are doing it is what changes what do they wish to achieve is what changes otherwise if you flip the coin it's like heads and tails right uh, a freedom fighter is also fighting to free his land or his nation from oppressive forces at the same time a terrorist is also doing similar things because he believes that there's a threat to his or her a way of life his or her uh, ideology the way they look at life so like i said you can it really depends on where you are at as an audience what do you take away from the story how much do you engage and relate with it and does it necessarily influence you in one way or the other if it influences you you start thinking about it once you think about it then you say all right this is something this is a new dimension a new perspective and if it necessarily resonates with you and it is in your line of thinking and you think that taking action on something like this will improve your life or the lives of those around you then you may end up doing something about it but that is few and far between most of us see a film we think about it we engage with it we get entertained then we kind of forget about it. although at a subliminal level if anything makes you think that thought will remain with you and at some point in time you would and you could use that thought for betterment of yourself as a personality and for betterment of your community so films definitely reflect life and films definitely give you food for thought it is what we do with it is really what determines how much a film will influence society as it's already reflecting uh, a dimension of society got you yeah. interesting <coughs> thank you <coughs> what is the one movie or actor as a filmmaker you admire the most in uh, hindi cinema and why uh there are many many films honestly i can't i can't pinpoint and say one movie or one actor or one whatever but there are many films and many i know this vibe but but the, you name it a few or yeah, yeah, yeah just, i will i will uh, i will like, i will i will, I will. <coughs> well if i look at indian cinema if you talk about what is today known as bollywood which is the early or big hindi film industry i think the one film that i that i find has stood the test of time and i think is a tremendous film and it was a tremendous film when i first saw it in 1975 when i was only 10 years old and i've seen it about 40 or 50 times and even now when it comes either on tv or when i watch the film again i'm still as as influenced as enamored as engaged with the story is a film called shole <coughs> i think according to me oh my god <laughs> everyone is good yes yes according to me shole was one of the best made films of its time ahead of its time the way it was made of course it was based on western movies on 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 the western genre from hollywood it was it was a pure takeaway from from how westerns were created but what was so great about that film was how it was so completely indianized how it was totally owned by the writer and the director and then the actors who were fit in to play those roles did an absolutely amazingly believable job even though it's a fantastic story right it's about two guys who go to get a bandit but so it's not it's not an everyday situation it's not an everyday association we don't really see many people who go out there with guns to try and overcome and overpower bandits but that film spoke of universal human emotion that film spoke of good over evil that film spoke of how even if you're bad to start with there is a goodness in you in your inherent nature which can come to the fore when you are faced and put into certain situations so very very simply putting it shole again 
always uh, reflects and continues to reflect ordinary people in an extraordinary situation. The moment you put an ordinary person in an extraordinary situation, your film becomes extraordinary. Your film becomes something else. Then the situation takes over the, the, the protagonist's background. The protagonist may have, I mean, in, in that film, Jay and Viru, that is Bachchan and uh, Dharmendra, are basically cons, they're criminals, they're thieves. But when they're given an assignment to uh, overpower and capture a bigger thief than them, who's a bandit and who's a dangerous man and who's a mass murderer, that's when they, the best in them comes out. That's when they become good human beings. You see the humanity in them. You don't just see them as thieves anymore. And that film challenged every character to the absolute limit to do their best. And every character goes through a fundamental transformation through the journey of the film. Which is why till date, I'd say that that, that film was perfectly written, perfectly acted, and perfectly directed. It's one of those few films that come once in a lifetime, probably, that really stand out and really stand the test of time and engage you at any given point in time, whenever you see the film, it is still such a well-made, engaging film with such fantastic drama, which is so well-laced within the Indian milieu and within, and it's depicting universal emotions. So Shole, I think, is one film which I would say has definitely influenced me a lot. And I still find it to be one of the best films I've seen in Indian cinema. Uh, other than that, <clears throat> there are many, many foreign films, many foreign filmmakers who've influenced me. Uh, one, one filmmaker is Akira Kurosawa. Uh, there's a film called Run, R-A-N-N. I think that's, that's one of the most amazing films I've seen. Then uh, JFK uh, by uh, uh, Oliver... Uh, what is the filmmaker's name? I'm sorry, I forget the name of the filmmaker. JFK is another film that, that comes to mind, I think was, has tremendously influenced me. Mm, so, I mean, there are many, many films and there are some, uh, you know, European films that I've, that I've really liked. There are some very, very good actors. Actors, uh, Of course, uh, then if, if you talk about good actors, I'd say in Indian actors, I'd say Amitabh Bachchan still stands the test of time. I think he's done the most tremendous work. Yes, these stories or these actors or these, these films have, have influenced me is because they, although were in the fiction space, although they were they were stories, they were not necessarily uh, um, uh, in in a non-fiction space or in a, or in a serious space. But these films reflected the human condition perfectly well, and they were stories which were so engaging that till date, when you watch those films, you're still completely mesmerized by the way that cinema was created, by the way that cinema was implemented, and by the way that cinema still holds so, so much of depth, such layered drama, and uh, you know, such a fantastic, uh, fantastic storytelling, and, and it really gives you a lot of food for thought. And those are the kind of films I like. I like films that make you think. Not only be entertained, but I like films that you know, make you think. I like films that make you want to look at uh, things from a different perspective. And I think everybody should, should want to think. Uh, there's not a problem here, if I may say so, that because it's so easy for the younger generations today, everything is, like I said, at a click of a button. Everything is easily available. Everything is provided for. And they feel they are entitled. They're entitled to receive and consume whatever they get. They don't think much. Uh, everything is easy. Life is easy. Life is all provided for, right? 
especially in the middle class uh, i'm not saying it's not difficult mm-hmm. people don't have challenges but life is much 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 easier than when i was growing up when i was growing up there was only radio there was not even television right and there were only magazines mm-hmm. which we read other than that i really didn't have any great um, access to any other kind of entertainment other than watching films once in a while but in today's day and age like i said everything is available to you kids at a click of a button so you don't necessarily need to think too much because it's all provided for right life has become google anything and everything is available on google you do a search and hey it's there right so access to information has unfortunately uh, uh taken away or diminished the need for knowledge good cinema gives you knowledge bad cinema gives you information information can come in different ways information can be misleading information can be fake information can be good and bad but if you scratch the surface and if you go into the depth of trying to understand what was the intention of the storyteller that is where knowledge comes in that is where you start thinking of different aspects different dimensions sorry to interrupt sorry to interrupt can you can you give us some example which you know share two movies and one is sharing information and other is knowledge just uh, just to distinguish it better for the listeners i'd say jfk jfk is one film jfk mm-hmm. was a film which which completely recreates what all happened before jfk was assassinated and and it brings in a completely different perspective from what the world has been made to believe about his assassination and there are so many different angles there are so many different stories within stories within stories which uh, you know which which this actor um i'm bad with names but this actor who's a lawyer who takes on the the role of demystifying and and investigating why jfk was assassinated and what all happened with him gives you so much of knowledge by the end of it it gives you so much of information of what actually would have happened or could have happened in the, it's in the it's in the realm of plausibility it's in the realm of plausibility mm-hmm. uh and it is so plausible that it completely opens up your mind to different dimensions of society it gives you so much of knowledge it 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 it, it increases your knowledge base films like that and that's one film and say really stands out which really teaches you so much while being entertaining while only looking at one real life incident and demystifying the entire incident 360 degrees that's the kind of film that really that really stands out and really teaches you many many things uh other than of course you learn a lot through mythologicals we all grown up listening to stories of mythology don't we and where exactly our, agree where do our fundamentals come from our fundamental come from our myths i mean our, in india all storytelling is primarily based around ram uh, ramayan and mahabharat mahabharata we are constantly yeah. reinventing the ramayan and the mahabharata right uh, and if we fundamentally right. look at look at ramayan that's that's all our stories are about that there is one one guy ram who is uh, whiter than the whitest right and there's another guy ravan who's blacker than the blackest although he's supposed to be the most knowledgeable man in the world uh, he's a demon this is a this is a man who is later who later becomes a god or we and we still revere him and we pray to him and in the center of this is this woman sita who's this guy's wife and the other guy lusts after her so at a very fundamental level it's a tri- it's a love triangle at a very fundamental level it's a love triangle and in that love triangle eventually the good that is the husband trounces the evil 
which is the the villain that is ravan and bring sita back home so essentially it is it is a story of hope it's a story of love it's a story of good over evil and all our stories are based around good over evil it is the good trouncing the evil to move forward to do better and which gives you hope and which gives you positivity in your values and in your principles in how you approach life so that you can you know try and inculcate similar habits in the way you live in the way you go ahead mm-hmm. so there is a morality around these stories <clears throat> right there's a moral there are many morals right similarly mahabharata is again full of morals there's a lot of morals there's a lot of learning there's a lot of uh, basic fundamentals of how life should be lived how you should uh, approach things yes. how you should not be greedy how you should not do harm to others how you should be honest how you should be egalitarian how you should be accepting and how you should make others feel good about themselves not cheat them <laughs> not manipulate them and not you know con them into doing something that they shouldn't be doing or you shouldn't be doing whereas unfortunately in today's day and age in today's world we are also suspicious of each other because we feel everybody is conning everybody all the time it's very difficult to <laughs> so therefore storytelling also in today's day and age i mean if you look at if you look at in hindi cinema okay in hindi cinema you see a much more grayer hero now than ever before earlier heroes were all white they were all pure in some way right their journeys were really good they were morally upright people in today's day and age most heroes or even heroines for that matter are not morally upright people they're gray so there is no real black and there is no real white so if you again scratch the surface there is no fundamental difference between a hero and a villain they both have their motivation but that they, they shows the right emotion that every as you said once that every coin has two parts absolutely you know? the good one absolutely one. so even that great i think that i priya has something good in me so i might be having some bad habits in me too Correct. so that shows the real character not a divine one or uh, you know like exaggerating it to the uh, very positive exactly it's, it's what exactly real human should be exactly it's real yeah. it's real it's real because the world has yeah. become like that the world is neither black nor white the world is only shades of gray and like i said all our stories reflect society reflect life and life has become gray today so all our characters are also gray no one is completely good and no one is completely bad anyways there are no absolutes in life and today's life is very very far from any kind of absolutism right everything is relative in relation to something else so in relation to a situation in relation to living conditions in relation to challenges of life in relation to uh, wants needs desires so on and so forth so anything and everything goes as long as you can get what you want we we are that's why i said i used the word earlier when i said stories are going to be determined by the way they are consumed similarly our consumption patterns and how we consume mm-hmm. life and things that life provides us is going to determine our attitude towards life and that's where the stories are coming from exactly yeah got you yeah so i hope it's going fine so far priya yes so right. far <laughs> all right i have stories i've never heard stories with such a perspective good, good, good. also really like point of from you when you said uh, that 
about the shole movie that yes. uh, it's the beauty of the movie when it put the ordinary man into the extraordinary situation absolutely that's where the real role play comes in absolutely. so i guess this applies to real life as well when we people living an ordinary life and put into the extraordinary situations where the drama begins where the real life happens correct absolutely you know? absolutely so that's absolutely yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah so recently our country uh, made this decision of banning content on odts yes that has become a huge topic of yes. controversy yes. we all are we all are like we are wearing off so what are your thoughts on that because i guess you voice is gone priya i think the network is right now yeah yeah can you repeat that uh, you said banning content on ott after that okay i'm repeating the question right yeah 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 so sir recently our country the decision of banning content on odts has become a huge topic of controversy correct so what are your thoughts on that because because i believe uh, what i had read the a lot of countries including singapore and many other germany many other countries where the uh, filtration of content is already present right. but right now when it happened to the uh, our platform right. the otts right. one so it become a like a very very controversy like people are debating too much it shouldn't be done or blah blah, right. blah. so what are your thoughts on uh, that okay uh, that's a good question i i don't believe in any kind of censorship i believe in i mm-hmm. believe in rating and regulation right if if your show on the ott platform is meant for an audience of a particular maturity of a particular age then you must mm-hmm. ensure that only that age sees the show banning is not the solution because people are not, are not idiots you know everyone has their own sensibility has their own mindset has their own views views on life and if you don't like something don't watch it why are you stopping others from watching it who may like it who are you to control content nobody is nobody should be given the power to uh control what is being consumed what is being shown what is being viewed by people everybody has a right to view whatever they like everybody has right to make whatever they like to make if you don't want to watch it don't watch it who's putting a gun to your head to watch it nobody is so this whole thing of banning content is absolutely wrong you should you should encrypt it in such a way that only a certain age group of people should be able to watch it if it is adult content and the biggest problem is adult content the problem is not content which is universal it is content which is adult content it is content which is questioning the status quo at any and every level by by i'm saying questioning the status quo i'm saying status quo of how much can you show in a film how much can you show in a show how many things can you question how democratic can you be in your storytelling and the people who protest these stories are people who do not believe in democracy they are people who believe in dictatorial ways of looking at life they people who believe in controlling what you and i want to or can consume who the hell is anybody to tell us what we can consume or what we can't consume if you have a problem just like in films you have ratings you can use the same rating system on the ott space it's as simple as that you give you you rate it you give a warning if if this is only meant for a certain age group 
make sure there's an age fact check right there's an age fact check like for instance uh if you go to a dating site or if you go to a porn site right uh, or if you go to a site which is something to do with uh, bringing people together there is always an age check in that you put in your age it's only if you're above a certain age are you allowed to access that particular content why can't the same thing be done in the ott space it's all a matter of technology right use the technology to encrypt it in such a way that you get the age right before that person or set of persons can consume that content it's as simple as that just rate it make it up to 12 up to 16 up to 18 above 18 whatever what's the big deal and let anybody and everybody yeah, consume what they like if they don't like it they won't watch it if they like it they'll watch it they can make their opinion about it but that does not mean that you know one man's meat becomes another man's poison no it should not it should not everybody should be allowed to consume what they like just because a show is is questioning certain things in society or a certain is questioning certain policies of the government maybe or is or is showing you sex does not mean that uh, it's going to completely change your mindset it's not mm-hmm. right but you have to make it age appropriate yes. that's all i uh, that's that's one thing i agree with that make it age appropriate do not allow children to watch sexual content because children why do not why why should we not allow children to watch sexual content because children will not understand what this whole thing is about and they will take away wrong messages from it they will take away wrong interpretations from it you need you need right. to have a certain experience of life a certain maturity of life before which you are allowed to do certain things why do we have marriage laws which say only above 18 why are people not allowed to marry before that legally i'm not saying what is happening in society there are many underage marriages that happen but why are people told to get married only after 18 because by 18 you reach a certain level of maturity to be able to handle the various parameters which a marriage brings with it similarly even you when you are mm-hmm. when you are when you are viewing a certain content when you are engaging with a certain content do you have the maturity to be able to handle it and that maturity comes with age different ages mm-hmm. i'm not saying people who are old necessarily have to be very mature but at least they're capable of dealing with different kinds of information and different kinds of stories uh, it's as simple as that so i think you should just regulate it it needs regulation not banning it needs regulation and it can be regulated because is enough and more availability of technology in india where we can reg- we can encrypt it in such a way that only age appropriate viewing is allowed i don't believe in banning i don't believe in censorship i don't believe in controlling what people should be seeing or should not be seeing not at all i don't subscribe to that at all i am against it completely mm-hmm. it should not happen i mean because at the end of the day why is this happening is because certain uh, people or certain sections of society feel threatened at some level they feel mm-hmm. ki unki dukane band ho jayengi agar log is tarah se sochne lag gaye to तो प्रॉब्लम कहां पर है प्रॉब्लम सोच रोकने में पीपल डू नॉट वांट यू टू स्टार्ट थिंकिंग इन अ सर्टेन वे इट्स एज सिंपल एज दैट पीपल डोंट वांट यू टू स्टार्ट थिंकिंग इन अ सर्टेन वे बिकॉज़ यू स्टार्ट थिंकिंग इन सर्टेन वे यू स्टार्ट क्वेश्चनिंग मेनी थिंग्स एंड द मोमेंट यू स्टार्ट क्वेश्चनिंग मेनी थिंग्स व्हाट दे वांट यू टू बिलीव विल बिकम डिबेटेबल एंड द मोमेंट इट बिकम्स डिबेटेबल इट इज नॉट गोइंग टू सूट देयर कंट्रोल ओवर यू द मोमेंट यू क्वेश्चन समथिंग 
you are taking back the control you had given them earlier it's as simple as that when you say no i don't i don't mm-hmm. i don't agree to you i don't this i don't subscribe to your point of view this is my point of view the moment you say that there's conflict the moment there is conflict there is drama on the one level and the moment there is conflict there is change every conflict brings change every conflict brings change in thought every conflict brings change in action so control of any sorts is only going to limit our process of change for the better and remember in life the only constant is change everything is changing constantly so to mm-hmm. try and stop change to try and stop mm-hmm. movement of life movement of society evolution of man yeah but sir isn't it very opposite to our other publications like uh, uh, considering ott ott is also kind of publishing in in this new technology right. world so when we talk about the satellite we talk about the newspapers we talk about magazine or maybe some journals so they might be having certain kind of censorship which is controlling that that kind of content should be published that kind of content should not be published but odds are going to do the similar thing so i guess in that case it won't it make it justify that the decision had been taken like i just now said i'll repeat myself you regulate the content whatever you're publishing let a age appropriate audience view your content if you can regulate it then what difference does it make on which platform you see it be it a cinema hall be it a television channel or be it an ott platform it's the same we are viewing and consuming Good. stories on a it's a medium the medium does not change anything only difference mm-hmm. is this is an unregulated medium where anything goes in the ott space or in mm-hmm. the web space anything goes there, right. there is no regulation right anybody can upload anything anywhere right who's stopping you that is the danger right where anybody can upload anything anywhere i mean this whole thing of um, you know this whole war with facebook uh, is that they keep they keep showing all mm-hmm. kinds of they keep allowing all kinds of politically uh, you know sensitive uh, material which influences uh, the voting public which influences uh, the governments which influences uh, counterpoint points of views to what the government is trying to do good bad indifferent i'm not getting into that i'm not passing a value judgment but i'm saying if you allow unregulated mm-hmm. content and in today's day and age thousands and thousands of hours of unregulated content are coming in on every ott and every every web space but the moment you allow that then you are also opening it up to a lot of misinformation and lot of manipulation of information now that manipulation for information may be good may be bad we can't determine that but we must allow that information to be regulated if it is regulated then it will only be addressed to the audience that can deal with it and it will also come with various warnings disclaimers and so on and so forth which make life simple for everyone then there's nothing to complain about then there's no problem so i think the medium is not important priya it is what is being said on the medium is what is important mm-hmm. yeah understand also sir before wrapping it up there is a one thing that i'm always curious okay. to know from my guests so what is the one trend that you really want to see more evolving in the new world or i should say one trend that you want to see more embraced in the new era i really want to see kids of today not be so over dependent on information and believe any and any every information that comes to them i want kids to start thinking more i want kids to start questioning more i want kids to start becoming more cerebral 
we're becoming very very physical everything is around appearance how you look uh, your skin your hair your clothes and so on and so forth what about the brain how come there's no development of the brain anymore how come we are not we are not focusing on thinking how come we are not focusing on critical thinking how come we are not focusing on analysis how come we are not questioning the status quo how come we are just accepting everything as it is and we believe google is god google is not god google is also full of misinformation <laughs> right so we yeah. must create an environment right. for critical thinking for critical analysis and the future is today's children and today's children don't want to think and that is the biggest danger they don't read they don't think and they think whatever they want is available at the click of a button so life is easy so that's the end of that and everything is accepted on a nazis whereas basis and that is dangerous that is dangerous because you know the, the reading habit is what gives you uh, is what gives your your brains uh, the power to think the power to be critical the power to analyze the power to look at different aspects because audio visual experience does not necessarily or can never ever replicate or or be an alternative for reading because what books give you the knowledge you get from books the 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 stories you get from books the information you get from books can never be replicated in uh, in in an audio visual medium of any sort i'll tell you why just just think about this the moment we read something <clears throat> we immediately start visualizing it at a subliminal level in our brain right there are images that come to our mind the moment we start reading something now everyone's images will be different everyone's imagery will be different everyone's understanding will be different but what the author is trying to say or what that book is trying to say will not change only the way we imbibe it internalize it and understand it will be different but the purpose of that book will not change so it is open to visualization of our own kind at an individual level which allows our imagination to increase which allows our imagination and our creativity to go manifold now with only watching visuals with only watching films with only engaging with with digital content we are somewhere limiting our imagination all good thought or all creative thought comes from imagination even if that imagination exists in society or exists in the universe around us we still need to think about it only if we think about it can we create interesting stories only if we can create interesting stories by thinking differently is when we can engage our audience with something interesting now the problem is we are not thinking enough yes the problem is there is too much information the problem is every everything is available so easily we still need to think because we can still make it a better world we can still create new things we can still reinterpret whatever is around us let's not accept anything and everything to be a given let's not accept things to be on an as is whereas basis let us keep questioning the status quo let us keep questioning everything let us keep the the the, the culture of questioning of debate alive that's when we'll make better children that's when we'll our brains will evolve further and with our brains evolving further we will definitely end up doing better things and also telling better stories yes uh this you know reminds me of very good the conversation 
the day before yesterday i had okay. with my friend so we were just discussing on that uh, why when a lot of you know the online education coming up so what's the role right. of a good teacher comes into so you know you made like think over that that the only thing that right now a teacher can do or like human connection can do is to Absolutely. raise that curiosity you know to make you think of that Correct. level that you have to think you know online make education give you the education might give you the information the knowledge but the curiosity to know more to do more to innovate that you had mentioned right away that's uh, the role the role right. of a good I teacher so. comes in so, <laughs> i guess yeah. so yes yes definitely <laughs> yeah. right. at least that right. clicks right, right now good. i'm glad i'm so, glad thank you so much sir it was great great talking to you it was fun to know about the stories movies world from a different perspective from your thank perspective thank you so much it was amazing thank, thank you, you so much for thank coming thank you my pleasure priya and getting thank the you time. so much thank, thank you. you god bless thank you Thank you so much sir it was great having you on the show and you beautiful people thank you so much for listening i hope you get some value today and if you have some ordinary story to share with some extraordinary twist you can dm us at the instagram page of trending diary also you can read some interesting blogs on trendingdiary.com i'll see you soon in the next episode till then stay tuned and god bless us all